I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. Uh, my guests today are Chandler Goodman and Spencer Smith. Uh, no relation. Uh, but all three of us are on Squall together, much like past guests Megan Babb and James Allen. Uh, the reason that this is the first episode that has two guests is that Chandler, Spencer, and I are all huge college football fans, and both of them wanted to talk about it, so I agreed to do it together, because it's my podcast, and I make my own rules. Uh, so Chandler and Spencer uh, are Ohio State and Nebraska fans, respectively. I am a Univers- University of Georgia fan. If you don't know too much about college football, this one might get a little, uh, real close, real inside college football, but I think it's still fun to listen to because I don't think we ever get too far away from it being, uh, entertaining and not just spouting out information. So give it a shot, even if you're not a big college football fan. Um, we do get into some cool things about, uh, the spirit of competitiveness and why we think college over other sport or college football over other sports is uh so so has such a rabid fan base um and it's really fun uh so check that out and check out when our next squalls shows are uh because we have a few coming up this month at the playground you can find us on the playground's website uh to find a full list of our shows that's the dash playground.com uh, speaking of plugs, Ray Ray Wednesdays with Raygun Reagan continues this week and every Wednesday at 8 o'clock at the One Group Mind Theater at the corner of Newport and Sheffield. Uh, that's BYOB, uh, $10, free for improvisers. It's a great show, you guys. We're booking so many fun guests. I really would love for people to check this show out. Uh, that team really means a lot to me, and uh, we're really trying to build a solid uh thing that's ours that we produce and that we perform at um so come check that out uh if you especially if you enjoyed listening to ryan nick or jesse uh on mbsing because they're all members it's them and me that's four of us already the other three are great too i promise uh the nerdologues have uh, Your Stories Night coming up this Sunday at 7 o'clock at the Public House Theater. Uh, the theme is Other Options, so if you want to come tell a monologue about a uh, time that you've had to explore other options, please do so. Uh, if you can't make it, then check out Your Stories podcast, also on the Nerdalog Podcast Network. Uh because that's where you can listen to it even if you're not there. Um, But you can do both. You can come and listen later and remember how much you enjoyed it the first time. Third podcast on the network, the Nerdalogcast, is also totally gets my seal of approval. Uh, There's another one in the can right now that'll be released uh, ever so soon. Uh, But for now, check out the first three. I'm in two out of three of them. That's a 66.6 repeating percent chance that... You'll like it if you like me. 
so, also, the Nerlogs are working on our November show, which will be a Friday night run uh, at 10 o'clock at the Public House Theater. We're putting a lot of work into this. Uh, we're all really excited for it. I really love for uh, everyone listening to be able to come and check it out. Um, Public House, Friday nights, November, 10 o'clock. That's enough of that. Let's get into some football talk. Enjoy. Georgia rallies past number six LSU. That was an amazing game, if you ask me. I actually didn't get to really see any of it. Really? I was at a wedding, and I made myself watch it. I... <laughs> Where, here? Uh, no, I was in Milwaukee. I was the only, I was, I was by the nacho bar, but then I, it was right next to this old tube TV, and I was watching the Georgia game. Oh. And then I, 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 here am I, the Nebraska fan, I have the gall to, oh, no one else has, has, is changing the channel to the Wisconsin game, so I have to change the channel to it, as because no one else knows what's Where going on. Where was the away? Oh, it's just in a hotel outside uh, Milwaukee. Play this week? Oh, they had a in... buy. Oh, it was in Wisconsin. No, well, the it was in Wisconsin, so everybody wanted to watch the game, but, but it's no like everybody. Was... It was like the start of the reception or whatever. But I was uh, going to go grab a beer, and then I, uh, the guy told me to change it, and I'm just like, I, I don't know. How it. bored do you think people would be if we included that discussion of who's living with two? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I was I was recording, but there's no way I'm putting there, it in. There. <laughs> That would be. That would be. I, I figured you guys knew I was recording. Yeah, I saw the green light. Uh, well, no, it's green all the time. Yeah. It's green. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it dawned uh, on me today. Like we probably shouldn't put our just long. It's green all the time. I will figure out when to start it. Uh, but uh, yeah, this was a good segue, <laughs> guys. I'm really good at this. No, I'm not. Um, so I'm here with Chandler Goodman. Hello. And Spencer Smith. Hello. Those are their voices. <laughs> That's literally what Spencer sounds like all the time. Yeah, all the time. He just swallows all of his oh, words. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, both members of my playground team, Squall, they're here to uh, surprisingly talk about college football. <laughs> Surprising. Um, uh, all three of us are fans of different teams. Um, and we'll get into that because I think that has a lot to do with how you, you know, how all of us got into college football as a, uh, love, how you guys got into college football as a love. Um, cool. Why don't, uh, so I usually start out with asking what the, literally asking what the inception of your love for college football was. So whichever one of you wants to take that first, feel free. I guess I, I can go, um, I guess what it started, I'm, I'm a Nebraska fan, and really my love of college football revolves just around Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I watch it, and uh, I pay attention to all college football, but do I really care about it? That's, mm. you know, I don't really don't care if USC loses or sure. wins or whatever, but like I care with so much of my being, whether Nebraska, how Nebraska's doing or whatever. But I guess the first time, if I can pinpoint it back to like a point, it would be 1993. <laughs> I went to the Nebraska game versus North Texas. And I think Calvin Jones was the running back at that time. And he pull, uh, tallied off like 
190 some yards and a couple TDs. And they, and they, I mean, it was North Texas back in 1993, so they beat them like 74 to 14 or 19 or something. Now they beat them 74 16. Oh, and yeah, 74 16. I'm close to what they did this year. No, now it would be 74 60 because yeah. Nebraska doesn't tackle yeah. anymore. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting this already. <laughs> okay, keep it civil, boys. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a. And then, so I went there with my dad, and it was this game day in Lincoln is just crazy because it's just. Well, literally, the stadium is the third largest city in Nebraska when the, there's a game going on. There's, wow. Right now, there's 90,000 people in the stadium, like, wow. capacity. So, and there's only two other cities that would be larger. Yeah, Omaha that. and Lincoln. That's and, insane. Wow. And, and then, so everybody comes from all over the state. The interstate just gets piled up from Omaha to Lincoln, and everybody just packs in. There's just so many people down, downtown tailgating and just going crazy. So, I mean, that was, like, the first time... And that was like 93 where they lost the national championship to Florida State that year. And then they went on effectively to be the best college football teams ever uh, right after that. And then, <laughs> um, you know, this is like the 90s of dominance, Tom uh-huh. Osborne and just the option. It's crazy stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, it's really, I mean, I'm like similarly as a, like my Braves fan was like that. You know what I mean? Because like I grew up in the 90s. So, like, it's really easy to get behind a team that's crushing and when it, you're yeah. following them. And especially when it's the only thing you have. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I guess you didn't grow up in Atlanta, but there's no. just so many teams around uh, the South or whatever. There, there are different professional sports. Really, the only thing that's close to us is Kansas City. Yeah. Or, but where, you know, in Lincoln, there's just so many Broncos fans, so many... Um, there are a lot of Bears fans, a lot of Vikings fans, a lot of Chiefs fans, yeah. mm. and it's just kind of like just split because Unknown we just don't Island. have something. Yeah. But like but Nebraska, can rally behind. everybody gets yeah. behind Nebraska, and it's just, there's just old people, young people, <laughs> uh, poor people, rich people. It's just crazy. It's just yeah. everybody's just crazy about it because, well, I mean, when I worked at, at a bank in college, like uh, it was just crazy looking at like uh, banks around here, like you don't wear. Sports stuff, really, but we uh, wore like red shirts every every Friday funny. or Saturday when there was yeah. a game and stuff. And it's just kind of crazy. So that that's kind of it. Does kind of that's like my first memory that I have mm-hmm. of like yeah that's Nebraska football, and that's kind of where where it originated and grew. That's a perfect answer to the question, Chandler Goodman. Same question. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, mine is similar. Um, I also I grew up in a pretty uh, football crazed part of the country in Ohio. Um, for me, I grew up in Cleveland, and I'm an Ohio State fan, I should st- start with. Um, so I grew up in Cleveland, which is not where Ohio State is. Ohio State's in Columbus, which is about two and a half hours away. Um, but for me, I think my fandom started, well, for, for just like, for me, I never, I was already a sports fanatic prior to probably my, like my first love was probably the Indians, just because I played baseball more and mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of my childhood was dedicated to, like, collecting and trading baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just never was a kid that took much interest in stuff like cartoons. Um, <laughs> like, I didn't want... be bothered. Yeah, I just didn't really... Still a game. I didn't, like, I didn't really like cartoons. I really liked two things. Sports and soapy teen dramas when really? I was a kid. So I loved... 
uh, stuff like Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And 90210 later. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, like, I love, like, really bad teen shows. That you thought at the time that were probably, like, I thought so were sophisticated. Expo- well, I, not that I thought they were sophisticated. I thought they were a preview of high school. Oh, right, right, right. So when right. I was, like, t- 9 or 10, I was like, oh, man, look at how dramatic my life is going to be in five years. This is going to so be insane. Hard. Every trip to our local diner is going to be fraught full of memories. Um, so I had that, and I had sports. And I, I love sports. Um, around the same time that was happening, there was a, two things. One, the Browns, which is Cleveland's football team, got uh, moved to Baltimore, like, very suddenly overnight. Middle and so, overnight. like, from the time I was 11 till when they came back as an expansion franchise when I was 15... They weren't around, and to me, that well, whoever you're, whatever you're a fan of from the time you're ten to fifteen, are the most formative years of your sports I, fan life. Yeah, I would totally agree. Because that. that's like when you're starting to form your own self identity, I think. And yeah. so things, it's so kind of, they what weren't around. That? That's like fifth, fifth grade for to, me. It was fifth through eighth 10? grade, basically. Fifth or eighth. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, my mom was dating and then eventually marrying my stepdad, who and he lived in Columbus. So they were living. So like he was working in Cleveland during the week. I was wondering what where that like bridge yeah. happened. Well, everybody in Ohio. I mean, Ohio State has fans obviously across Ohio. I yeah. mean, it's like rabid, whatever part it's of Ohio. The big, it's the big yeah. one. Is it is the big one. Big school in Columbus. No, that's Ohio, Ohio State. That's Ohio. Ohio or is State. There's a big school in Cleveland. Sorry. Oh well, no. There's like Cleveland State, and then there's a Youngstown few like Kent, State is right. That's next. a little Wesley. ways away. Kent State. Ohio Wesleyan's near Columbus. Toledo. Toledo, uh, Kent State, Akron. Bowling Green. Um, Akron's not far. But there's a lot of little mid schools. But Ohio schools State's one of the biggest schools in the, in the country. country. It's yeah, the second the, biggest school in the country. Yeah. Next to? Texas. Okay. Um, so everybody in Ohio loves Ohio State. But I found myself especially drawn to Ohio State, like even above the Browns, just because at the time I was going to Columbus every other weekend mm-hmm. where my stepdad lived and like my stepbrother and my stepsister were both Ohio State students oh. and I was in Columbus on weekends in and in it, Columbus on, in the weekend is like Lincoln in the weekend it's like it's crazy the only thing going on how far right. is uh, Columbus from Cleveland two, two hours yeah. Yeah. two and a half hours and at the same time my when I was in Cleveland my sister was doing like um, pretty bad uh, gymnastics and ice skating. <laughs> and so every weekend we would have to go to these random towns to watch her do gymnastics. Um, and she would admit, so I don't care if she right. listens to this, yeah, she would admit like she was terrible at it. And she, uh, but she, and she didn't even like it. I don't, I don't think she even wanted to do it. But uh, why did she, she kept doing it? I don't know. She. She, not not wanting to quit something. I feel. Like I think it was just like. I mean, she was only. She was younger. She was like. She was like. Uh, you know, if I was ten, she was seven. So mm. it was like she was a little kid. I mean, so there are you know formative things about doing that. Yeah. Um, but she would be. So we'd be at these ridiculous um, gymnastics meets and <laughs> in random towns and the what I would do because uh, if you've ever been to a little kids gymnastics meet, nope, they take. Five hours. They have take you? So I think I've been to one. They take forever. I've never I mean, done there's like, like that. N- there's like a hundred girls 
I was too much of a tomboy to be into like gymnastics, like girly sports. Yeah, well, they take forever, so I would just listen to Ohio State games on the radio. Really? So I was like, man, that's so old school. Yeah, and around that same time, this is around the same time Spencer was getting into Nebraska. We had really good teams. Our teams tended to choke, um, so they were like consistently in the top five or top ten, but we never won a national title at that point in my life. But we had Eddie George, who won the Heisman when I was uh, in fourth grade fifth grade um and he was like my idol idol he Hero. was like my introduction to ohio state cool so like the culmination of all those things just made me like a rabid I, I, I knew knowing knowing both of you knowing like what sports fandom and even more specifically college football fandom can be like i figured both of you had very specific rabid fandom type mm-hmm. intro stories um so yeah, I mean the reason that uh, like it was it it became obvious that both of you guys would want to talk about college football, and eventually I'd want to have both of you on. So it made perfect sense mm-hmm. to just bring it all together. I think um, I think this will be a good. So obviously Nebraska and Ohio State are both in the Big Ten. As of very recently, okay. Recently. I was gonna say I was. This that was my next question. Year two, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. And it's just, it's kind of weird, you know, especially like, I mean, like, I don't go all the way back to... They were in the, Nebraska was in the Big Big 12. 12. That's what I thought. And I mean, I don't go all the way back to like the 70s and like 80s where it was like the Big 8 conference. And that was this like Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Missouri, uh, Oklahoma, or Oklahoma State, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, But eventually then uh, the Big 8 mended with the Southwestern Conference uh, which included tech, all the Texas teams, and then that made the Big 12, and then then I guess through turmoil, the, a lot of it was, I feel like it was just with Texas just becoming the big moneymaker that it yeah. was. It right. was just dominating the scene. So it just felt, I think... Well, there's been like a lot of push towards towards realignment because like everything is gravitating towards the um, super conferences yeah super conferences like centers of power yeah i was just about to ask uh as someone who grew up an sec fan uh you know i'm a university of georgia fan and uh they've been a member of the sec forever forever yeah uh and uh as when i was growing up um i think usually when we were following georgia games uh, and we'd get, you know, farther and farther into the season. Then uh, we were always playing other teams from the Southeast and, like, mm-hmm. other SEC teams, and, like, those were the big rivals. Right. So you got your Floridas and your Tennessees and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then it would get to, like, the big game, you know, the bowl, bowl game. Bowl season, and you got, the got bowl games and, the, and USC the, or Exactly. Something. And I would, I would kind of get almost, like, confused. Not necessarily confused, but just, like, it was so off of my radar. Right. You know what I mean? That's I mean, we were even talking about that earlier, right. like uh, being an AL fan versus an NL fan. Right. I, I feel like it's kind of like that, but even on like a larger scale because oh, college is mm-hmm. so many teams. Oh, yeah. You can't do, possibly follow like, all of it. Can you guys speak, like, do you guys feel like you guys went through that when you were younger? Or do you still, I mean... I mean, it was like, well, like the rivalry that you always think of with Nebraska is Oklahoma. And mm-hmm. like right now, we don't have that. I think it's like in, not until, I can't remember if it was 2015 or like 2022 or something. We're going to play them or we're going to actually play them. But it's just like, it's weird, especially like now in the last few years where 
you don't have you don't play Missouri or Col- Colorado is like our biggest hated rival because huh. they're just like they threw stuff on the field when we were there. And wow. It's just like it's just like a real like um, sharp uh-huh. rivalry. It's uh-huh. just like and then it's just kind of weird being on all this conference realignment where you talk about. I mean, when you look at the Big Twelve now, after we left, it kind of was in shambles, and West Virginia moves in. West Virginia is so far removed from right. all it's, of the Big ridiculous. Twelve schools, yeah. and the fact that they're not great as they were anymore, uh-huh. and all the travel costs, and they don't, have, they can't travel that well comparatively. That could, and that, I feel and that's, that could that's, ruin they're, a, they're talking about that's bringing down the whole program, kind of. And you it's would just, think so. I mean, and it's weird with the Big Ten. You got Rutgers and Maryland coming up, right. coming up, and then that's like that's are they eventually, way too far for us? Are they eventually both going to be added they're, next they're year? Coming next year, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. But with that that add, I think the Big Ten has like very smartly. The Big Ten has basically been like the leader on most expansion efforts yeah. because like so college football economics have changed a ton in the last five years, mm-hmm. mostly with the advent of like specialty cable stations. Mm-hmm. Um, which was started by the Big Ten yeah. Network. Oh, I, didn't, I don't know if it, yeah, they were the SEC first, is just starting, right? SEC yeah, they're TV. just starting. Like, so SEC TV is in, I think, its first year right now. I think you're right. Texas has its own Texas station. Texas has its own. That's about to right. I'm, I'm a little removed from right. stations just because I I haven't had cable for the right. last couple of years. Well, you wouldn't even have pack, like a Longhorn Network unless you were in Texas. Right, like, I think right, it's right, only, right, right, right. But they have their own... But Big Ten Network is like in its um, sixth or seventh year. It was the first one of its kind, and it's been just like an insane money maker for the, the Big Ten. Net- so the Big Ten has walked out of this. So the, the Big Ten has had a lot of sway in driving realignment because mm-hmm. it was the first to the cash cow, sort of. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that like the Big Ten has like, tri- even though right now Big Ten football isn't particularly like at, at a very good point in terms of its on field performance. Mm-hmm. It is. It still has like the greatest brands in college football on a national sure. level because, like, it has. Like, um, the New York Times did a study a few years ago of like where who which programs have the most active fans of which schools and uh-huh. three the three I of the I top four that. were Big Ten schools. I mean, Ohio but, State, Michigan, Penn State are always yeah, but they're such big schools too, and that like combined with Illinois right. and Nebraska Wisconsin. isn't the biggest school, but no, it's these still are big, big, big blue chip schools, schools, and they're very old schools. So like, uh-huh. you have a lot of people whose grandfathers went to Ohio mm-hmm. State, who they maybe they live in Arizona now, but like their grandparents went to Ohio State, and the family remained Ohio State fans, which and stuff. is. Uh, brings up a point. You didn't go to Ohio State. I did not go to Ohio State. I didn't go to University of Georgia. And you didn't go to Nebraska. And you didn't go to Nebraska. Right. None of the three of us went to the schools right. that we're fans of. But my dad went to UGA. Right. And Both my I, parents went to Nebraska. And both your parents went to Nebraska. Yeah. And you had the... Yeah. I just had a family. Well, my step-family, step, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it, you know. Right. You, you just, married into right, it. But right. still... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is still... Like, family ties, I think for one reason or another, go deeper in college football than in professional sports. I would agree with that. I, mm-hmm. I think there's something about, I think there's a really unique thing about the loyalty in college football. Like, pro sports just seem a little bit more arbitrary. Well, there's a lot of things I think feed that. First of all, I do think, like, college football is super ritualized, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of tradition. Mm-hmm. A. B, most great college programs are built on local talent. So, a lot of the kids, like, you're not just rooting, like, whereas 
in the NFL, your team is made up you of go anywhere. a random assembly of people you oh, got sure. through luck of the mm-hmm. draft. Ohio State is a probably at any given time sixty percent Ohio kids, and B those are everybody who's on any team, whether it's Ohio State, Nebraska, South Carolina, Georgia, wherever. Like they raised their hand and signed up to be there. Sure. So in a way, you can affiliate with the fact that. They were a fan before they were yeah. a player. You know, yeah, like, exactly. You wanted to go right. there. You're from there. Like, right. Yeah. It's the NFL is a business. Like, you got drafted somewhere, and then when the dollars make sense, if you got to jump and go someplace else, that's then what you you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the other thing is, like, you have to feel like we, we've – this kind of gets into uh, there being an actual student fan base, you right. know? Like, you have a built-in fan base of tens of thousands – of people, if you're talking about bigger schools like Ohio State, right. uh, literally right there, living you know, dorms. living in the dorms at the same place where the team plays. Right. When you have a built-in fan base, it, you can't help but have rabid fans. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's turnover and there's varied amounts of people that are there. Are varied amounts that people actually care about it on those campuses, but right. it. <laughs> The, it's the, still, it's still like, with those big programs. It's still a big deal, no matter what. Yeah, no matter Absolutely. what, you're always like, yeah. Even like people, you'd be surprised. You'll meet like an Ohio State or a Michigan or a Nebraska or somebody who like doesn't profile as a sports fan in any uh-huh. other capacity. Uh-huh. And if they have one thing they do like, it'll be like Michigan football or Penn State football or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I just, I've always liked, and I feel like it's happening more and more. For, for one reason or another, it may be just a result of me getting more into some sports recently. Like, I've started following, I would say I've started following baseball and pro football more heavily since I moved to Chicago mm-hmm. than I did uh, before that. Like, I was a fan of baseball my whole life, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say I, like, followed it as intensely as I do now. But college football is one of those things I've followed pretty intensely but all see, the time. I think that's kind of weird because some of the vibe that I get here, while you have all those transplants that mm-hmm. that come to Chicago and you have all those Iowa bars, all the yeah. Wisconsin bars, yeah. all those, it just seems like, uh, and then you see those billboards around town that say Northwestern, right. Northwestern uh-huh. Chicago's Big Ten team. There is there's a big chunk of people that were born and raised in Chicago that are all this about it's just bears. No right. one cares about. Yes, college. I absolutely. And it agree. just seems like those big cities like New York would be real similar. Well, I think I think that that's the case 100. percent I think mm-hmm. people who were born in cities like that. Like there are just pro sports towns. Like I agree. Um, and yeah, Chicagoans. I think Chicagoans who don't have an allegiance to Illinois, like Chicago born and bred people who don't didn't go to U of I or go to another Big Ten school, like. They are just Bears fans. I, just, yeah. I totally agree with you, which I think is interesting to me to hear you guys speak to because that's something that I've always experienced my whole life. Mm-hmm. I No one in the South – well, not no one. It's so rare for Southern people to be huge pro football fans. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, all about SEC. very rare. I mean, it's, yeah, Falcons fans are terrible. Right. The it's, only things worse are Jaguars fans. Yeah. Or, yeah. Whoever they it's are. like all – the Florida pro teams, 
the Carolina Panthers? Oh, are you Carolina kidding? Panthers, like, yeah. there there are rabid fans out there. I mean, it there's rabid. Saints it's are, a lot of the it. Saints are seen the, the anomaly. They're yeah, I would fans. agree with that. But like, yeah, if, Saints fans are dead. But Saint New Orleans isn't part of it. It's not. It's a different. It's culture. a. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's a very true. different culture. That's well, a good. Point. A lot of it's the economics of how the country developed. You know what I mean? Like, there weren't there weren't pro sports teams in the South until much later. Later. Mm-hmm. Then there were pro sports yeah, teams. Yeah, I mean, think about all the teams we just named. They're mm-hmm. all relatively Yeah, I new. mean, Jaguars, Panthers. And Falcons are, have been around for a while, but, like, no matter what, like, these aren't... We're not talking about, like, teams that competed in, for, like, the early AFL years. Yeah. yeah, early Super Bowl years. Like, there, you never George hear about, Landa. like, Namath taking on the Atlanta <laughs> Falcons, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. I think... Exactly. But you think about, you know, your... Georgia's, your Florida's, your yeah. South Carolina's, Florida State. Those those teams have had Though rivalries. Even, yeah, they have. Though even the SEC's ascent as a football powerhouse has been like relatively yes. in the last thirty years. Yes, absolutely. But the the teams and the rivalries existed before that, mm-hmm. um, which you can't say about right. pro teams. But as south. population moved south in the country, those. Those programs. programs were strengthened. Yeah. And also the pro teams arrived, like, as it reached right. more critical mass. Right. And, yeah, you get people, I mean, a large part of it has to be a result of, like, people going to college in the South and not necessarily wanting to go, like... Drive all the way to trying Columbia not, or right. whatever. Right. Or... Yeah. No, exactly. Like, a lot, a lot has changed, for sure, in, like, college football. Mm. In that yeah. It's just interesting to me. Uh, I think I find it like you guys said. It is very rare in Chicago to find Chicagoans who were born and raised here who are big college fans. Yeah, unless so, they went to a school. Right. Maybe, when I meet reason. people outside of that, like when I meet people in Chicago who are big uh, college football fans, I, I always like it. Always strikes me as very like specific and right. very like I feel like we. Well, all... I mean, for me, I have a lot of friends from Cleveland who are Browns fans first. Right. I just happen to have like, for whatever reason, oh, I took more to Ohio State, mm-hmm. but like there are definitely people, a lot of people in Cleveland who mm-hmm. identify first and foremost exactly. as Browns fans. Exactly, and that's that's it's that's what I mean. Thing, like yeah. it's. I think there's it's way less common in the South to find people like that. Yeah. That are pro first. Oh, there's no one. Yeah. College yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it just doesn't have nearly the historical roots that college football does. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just interesting. I thought it would be cool to speak to because it's something that I think about a pretty decent amount being a Southern college football right. fan. Well, it's just crazy because, I mean, Northwestern is not a big school at all no. comparatively no. to everything. But literally and when I went – football program – has it's never good. been much to note, but it's good well, it's now. Great. It's yeah. good yeah. now. But last year, but I went to the game, right. and it was 75% Nebraska oh, yeah, fans. It was just, that's it was how it's just gonna be crazy. Because I'm going this Saturday for the Ohio State-Northwestern game. Yeah. And it'll be like two-thirds Ohio State fans. Easy. At and least. This is, and this is being billed as the biggest game in Northwestern history. Really? Um, it's in Northwestern? It's at, at Northwestern. Northwestern. It may not be two-thirds this time. I went four years ago. It was like when Northwestern was terrible, and we just... Stomped them, oh. and it was three quarters. Ohio Game State day's there, right? Game day's going to be there this Jeez. week. Um, it's going to be crazy. I mean, that people are billing it as like the biggest Northwestern home game ever. Football event, 
for Northwestern's yeah. ever had. I mean, a top Ooh. 15 Northwestern team playing the top five Ohio State. Ohio State yeah. I'll tell you home. what. Game day being at LSU Georgia last weekend was exhausting. Like, it made that game last so long. And it was such a close and stressful game to begin with. Right. That I was, by the end of the game, I was exasperated. (laughs) Like, it was exhausting because the commercials were so long. And, of course, I was was watching a stream on my computer with Uh, my roommate and mm -hmm. a guy who's crashing with us and, like, another friend of ours. Uh, and, and so we're all just like, we all care various degrees. Like my roommate and I, I was born and raised a Georgia fan. I was born in Athens, Georgia. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like I was literally born a Georgia fan. I think it is as close as you can say to that. Um, and my dad, you know, I think he was probably a Georgia fan before he even went there. But, and then my roommate, Stephanie, uh, is also from Georgia, uh, and one of her parents at least went there for like part of college, uh-huh. so she's kind of been a fan or like a little bit. And then the other two people who were there didn't really didn't care, care but because we cared so much, right. they got so into it. And like one of them's not even a sports fan at all, she was just like there to hang out with mm-hmm. us. And by the end of the game, she was up and cheering and high fiving yeah, yeah, and just like yeah, hugging yeah. us and just like. And I was, I straight up, I, I looked at her and I was like, isn't this awesome? Like, right. isn't it so fun to get into it? She was like, yeah, I really never Experienced have, it, like, yeah. yeah, she had never seen people be like that and care so much in the sense that like, it was something that, that, that sounds dumb to say that she had never seen it. But when you try to yeah, get into it. Yeah, but a lot of people like, this happens with. Megan, my girlfriend, like yeah. she, <laughs> Megan Babb, Megan, previous, yeah, guest, previous on guest on the show. But she, <laughs> like, she's seen a million sports games. But when she actually dials in and like gets focused, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden like picks up the narrative of what's happening yep. in the game, yep. All of a sudden you realize like, oh, this is it's kind different. of intoxicating. Yeah. It's yeah. so different. Once if if you if you really care about it, like obviously, like I said, different levels of caring. But right. if you care about it at all, it really. If, I remember watching. Oh gosh, it was a game that I had no investment in, but I got oh last year it was during the um, the championship game when oh, yeah. Bama was playing Notre Dame, what and it was, was such yeah. a it was such a joke, it was such a joke that we we changed bars in between like in right. between quarters or something like that just because we didn't care about watching the whole thing, so we get to Sheffield's. It was me, my roommate Stephanie, and a couple other girls who just wanted to watch the championship game. And uh, we started watching the Georgia women's basketball team play someone in the playoffs. And it was an elimination game, and it was a very close game. And uh, not a one of us cares about women's college (laughs) basketball. But the dogs lost. And me and my roommate got legitimately bummed yeah, out yeah, because right. we were we were we started watching playing closer to right. that game than we did to the national championship game because right. it was just a fucking blowout and a joke. If yeah, I mean I've always said like if you gave me the backstory, I could watch two sixth graders play chess against them, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have I would be completely captivated, like especially if I put even a little money on it. That is so excellent. It's the true. Like I just have always been like that. Like if I had, like I've spent whole days where I'm like channel surfing. I'm like today I'm gonna have a super 
productive Shit. day. Yeah. Oh, there's competitive rowing <laughs> on yeah. NBC Sports Network. The America's Cup. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a glutton for sports. I'm just punishment. a glutton for sport. Like yeah. I just like watching two entities mm-hmm. have to find a like a path to Are you yourself sorry to interrupt competitive? Kind of. Like uh narrowly but deeply. Like really? on a, on very few things, but the things I'm competitive about I can be like you do get be like really really, really ahead. And I don't even mean yeah, I don't mean like your team cuz everyone mm-hmm. everyone oh, is competitive person, yeah. with their team. I just mean like things that you're involved in. Yeah, nine out of ten things that are competitive, I don't, I'm not competitive really? about. But there will be like a random set, random things where all of a sudden I'll get like wildly competitive. I feel like for me, <laughs> it it affects me more if it's something that I feel like I'm good at. Yeah. And I, and, and if I'm failing at doing well at something I'm good at, I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, it just it's just kind of crazy how it all this this ties in uh, ties in together with. The competitiveness, the ritual, mm-hmm. the—it's just—it's so just all story, and it's just there's mm-hmm. just so much, and it just—it just overtakes you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we are competitive nature and competitive drive, and it's mm-hmm. just—I mean, it's what like it's literally intrinsic, like it's—it's right. it's built into us. We, we're built to be competitive. All living things are, so that we can right. survive. Survive. Right. Uh, I feel like, for some reason, asking you if you're competitive, do you feel like you're pretty competitive? Well, yeah, very much so. Like, I can't, I, I really can never be a teacher because I will always leave something out so I can win. Uh, at That's that. so I, funny. I cheated, uh, um, I didn't tell my girlfriend how to play this card game, and it was during Easter with my dad's side <laughs> of the family. <laughs> and then, well, and then it just, like, and it gets back, like, well, uh, there's a the story that I always like telling, like, where my mom and my dad were dating, and this is, like, way back in the 80s or whatever. They came over for a date night. They played Risk. M- my mom lost, and she ended up throwing the board across <gasps> oh, the room, yeah. and I don't know if they, whether they were drinking <laughs> wine or whatever. <laughs> what but, happened with And then and she walked out, and then they, but eventually they just got back together, they right. got married or whatever. But it's What happened like, with you and Molly during the card game? Oh, it was just a little quick thing, and it was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And she she was kind of perturbed, I guess, but it was it was three years ago and she forgave him. Last yeah, week. she gave him last did week. Did you? Yeah. How did you, did she find out that you like kept something from? Yeah, it was and it was like immediately. Later in the game. So I mean, yeah, so I, I pretty much. It, it's just, I get very competitive about little things. Well, obviously, maybe, I mean, I, I can't remember how much of this we caught, but uh, you're a fantasy sports fanatic. Yeah, like at that. That has to be yeah. part of it, and it's like and it's the only thing that I say. Like I'm, I'm not like a big gambler. I'll do, I'll do tournament pools or whatever yeah. for college basketball uh-huh. uh, brackets or whatever. We and just then, did one for squall. Yeah, at last, uh, March I think, Madness. I think I won that. You did uh, win. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, you did. I think yeah. I think you did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but like, but, I was doing really well for a while, and I think I finished like third or fourth to last. <laughs> But Jimerson did the worst. Oh, yeah. Because he, he just, he, didn't he pick yeah. Notre Dame to go he all the way or something? Dame to go all the way. <laughs> In college basketball. Which is funny for somebody who's like uh, pretty openly opposed to parochial education. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's, I, uh, now that Jimerson came up, I'll definitely bring up when, um, <laughs> I was thinking about doing that too. We've been enjoying a nice, uh, 
What is it? Buffalo Trace bourbon. Buffalo Trace. Um, and Spencer just Thank went you. to get a refill. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway. Taste the spirit when... of legends. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. College football I think we are tasting. Let's all clean glasses really nicely. It's a college football. We all like red teams. I think that's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm. I didn't even think about that until you mentioned yeah. it. You're red. And we're all three of us are basically. Well, we're red big red. red. We're basically. We're scarlet technically. We're we're scarlet. Uh, oh, you're scarlet. What is the what's the scarlet pewter? Is it gray or is it like? Scarlet and gray. We're scarlet and cream. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Really? We're red and black, y'all. We don't know those fancy <laughs> colors. Uh, what I was gonna say though is, uh, a while back, um, Squall competed against another improv team, uh, Birthday Girl, um, associated with a VIO instead of with Playground. Um, in this series of events, our coach Renee was is married to. Um, at the time, Birthday Girls coach... Well, they're still married, but Birthday Girls isn't a team anymore. That got weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Landolfi was coaching Birthday Girl, and uh, so they thought it'd be cool to like pit us, against, pit us against each other. And it was. It was so fun. But we started the whole night outside and doing a bunch of like physical activities, and Squall was doing so we were, terribly. We were football. Everything. Terribly. And it was so <laughs> interesting to me to watch ten people react completely differently to it. Oh, yeah. Like, some people did not care at all. Some, some people, people were like... Were, I was, I was, couldn't believe it. I wanted to you were, script. you were taking it pretty hard. Jimerson, this is one of the reasons I brought it up. Jimerson took it so hard, I think. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think Jimerson is incredibly competitive. Yo, he definitely is. Yeah. And, and like, when we were not performing well, like, for someone who's so, and he was still keeping it together, like, being very calm, right. very rational, but at the same time, it was just like calm before the storm. Like, right. he was, was bubbling under the whole time, and you could just tell, man. Wasn't the three legged race, I guess we were all tied up together, uh-huh. where we were, we got off to a great start, and then, like, we, what, what, we like fell. fell. Didn't Danny like fall out of a yeah, get on time? Got a great start. We got. I don't think we ever were doing right. well in the three. In the yeah, that's one where I'm not competitive. That's where one. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. I'm terrible. You would see zero competitive instinct. That was the thing for me. That's why. That's one of the reasons. Like I mentioned it before, is that I feel like I'm competitive at things I know that I should be good at, right. like that fucking puzzle competition. Right, yeah. Like I was gonna win the puzzle thing because I know I'm good at puzzles. I don't think I'm very good at, at you know, right. physical activities. Right. I don't think I'm very good at, I don't know. Like, we had to, I was going to stuff, stuff all those donuts in my mouth. That's God what I'm saying. <laughs> no. I felt pretty good about the eating. Yeah. But uh, I felt pretty good about the eating and the puzzles. <laughs> and rock band. Ooh, if we had lost rock band, if I had lost rock band as the, as the, like, yeah, it took, the, we joked that, like, it took snacks and video games yeah. for Squall to win things. <laughs> we were indoor kids. Yep, indoor we, we, were, we were all the, like, indoor nerdy kids. And it's funny because I don't even feel like, well, Birthday Girl has some really athletic people on it, right. but... Uh, I think it was more a reflection of how unathletic we were. I <laughs> think so, too. That's more what I was getting at. Like, they, they weren't especially athletic. We were just... <laughs> fucking indoor kids <laughs> and the can we go inside yeah like can we eat snacks and have yeah. juice 
Turn on cartoons. Uh, yeah, it, that I just wanted to bring that up because I thought yeah. it was appropriate. <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah, I had a blast. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was great. like one of my favorite Squall memories. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and it was so cool then to put so much like time and energy into right. it. Uh. And, uh, yeah, we, we lost overall. They they made it seem like we tied, but we yeah, lost. No, it was definitely we lost. lost. <laughs> we got destroyed. We, we won all the eating competitions. That's something we can take we away. Won all, we won all the eating. We won the we video won games. Uh, I, I believe we lost the puzzle because our puzzle was holographic. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. That infuriated me. Yeah. <laughs> We had a holographic puzzle, and theirs was not holographic. <laughs> <laughs> so they finished their puzzle and came over and looked at ours, and were laughing yeah, at how yeah, ridiculous yeah. it was that our puzzle was holographic. Hol- yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, Jimerson, and was it you who was the third in that? I can't remember. And someone else did the puzzle competition. I think it was me, Jimerson, and one other person. And we were all just like, trying to get it at the right angle. It was the worst. Good it was so ridiculous. But it, yeah, it was so fascinating to me to see how people reacted how people differently. People react to competitive situations. Yeah, uh-huh. some people can get competitive about anything. But uh, that's what, that's what's so crazy. Like going back to college football, I guess. Sure. Uh, that's what's so crazy because we're these communities of people are all in these small subsets of each other, and right. it gives them something. It gives everybody something to be competitive about. Yeah. Exactly. And especially, especially going back to the SEC where it was. College football from the get go wasn't pro teams, and everybody has their SEC team. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. Everybody around there, I mean, those that Auburn Alabama rivalry is just yeah. the hateful Iron Bowl. at times. It's it, and that's yeah. yeah. I will say that college football gets nasty. Oh yeah, nasty, especially SEC, Big Ten, the big, yeah. big, big rivalries. Yeah, SEC gets. Uh, Big Tens are very heated, but they doesn't tend to be as dramatic of a... Uh, well, I mean, it's like, like when when that's the only thing you have that right. you really care about. Well, the mm-hmm. thing is, is like there's so much identity laced up mm-hmm. in college football fandom. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like it's such a uh, valid... It, it Like so much of it is like how you think about yourself or where you come from yeah. is associated oh, with... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like, like, my yeah. dad has a big hat button... Uh, and, uh, oh, this is such perfect timing. We've had the Big Ten Network on mute for this whole conversation, and they're showing, uh, Georgia survives brutal September 3-1 national championship hopes intact. Uh, but, um, anyway, uh, my dad had a big hat button, like the size of, you know, one of these coasters that said, uh, um, like, Southern... Southern by birth, uh, dog by the grace of God, or yeah, something like right. that. <laughs> like shit, like that is so so like that's right. so ingrained in Southern right. like culture. Uh, right. Well, that's like I mean, because I grew up obviously an Ohio State fan, so for us, like, and you know, I, there is probably some dispute, but to us, the Ohio State Michigan rivalry is the biggest, the biggest rivalry, not in college football, but in all sports. See, I mean, that's that's huge, though. I yeah. mean, but I think most, I think most people, at least in, in north of the Mason Dixon line, would probably recognize Ohio State Michigan as the preeminent college football rivalry. Though there's others, you know. I mean, Al- I, mean I know that's what, that's Georgia, Florida, man. Georgia, Florida. I think most people would say Alabama, Auburn. 
is right. The thing there. is, Alabama Auburn's losing steam because Auburn hasn't has, been, has been terrible since. They just won the national yeah, championship three national years title. ago. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's, it's they haven't done like, anything. They bottomed out, and now right now Saban has that program like yep. it's a machine. Yep. It's, um, but that's what Georgia sucks. Florida though is like a very regional rivalry. Like you I, think so? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. It's just a yeah. observer, observer that, no, from the I, West. I, yeah. But that's the thing. Is like that's why. That's I mean, why yeah. the reason like, it seems up, like it's to me huge. it seems huge. Well, it's really funny because SEC fans tend to draw border, draw like fences around. So like when that New York Times article that came out that said like here are the biggest programs in terms of fan base. Uh-huh. Like for a lot of reasons, SEC schools tend to have like smaller but very fervent fan bases. Yeah. Um, mostly because like they. You know, there's like it's a lot of schools bunched up against right mm-hmm. around each other. They divide mm-hmm. up the population. There's a lot of things, but like, well, I mean, you said it yourself. Ohio State is the school right. in Ohio, and it's Nebraska a, right. is the school in, in Nebraska, Nebraska, and even in some of the bordering states, like you have Clemson, Carolina, Florida, right. Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Georgia doesn't. And Georgia that's Tech what, is exactly. not that's what them, sucks but. so much about. Moving to the Big Ten. Right. I mean, I'm glad we moved to the Big Ten, but we don't have Nebraska, Oklahoma anymore. We don't have Nebraska, Missouri, Nebraska, right. Nebraska, Your K State. It's just, it's just a weird kind of limbo to be in. But like, you'll develop those. Rivalries. Yeah, we're developing. Yeah. And I, I think, I think the Big Ten. I feel like you guys is, are have been developing. Well, <laughs> we do because I don't think most Nebraska and Ohio State fans necessarily recognize. I think from what I've read, and obviously Spencer can say, most. Nebraska fans seem to be thinking that Wisconsin will be their long-term. Because the Big Ten is now realigning divisions in yeah. the oh. Big Ten East and Big Ten West. When Rutgers Doesn't and Maryland come on board, legends and leaders. Oh. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Fuck. When I saw that announced, I was like, come on, guys. Get a real conference. Just, <laughs> just East and West. Can we just do that? So now Nebraska's going to the West with uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Northwestern, Minnesota, and Iowa. Yeah, and I feel they're being real heavy-handed about the the Nebraska Iowa right. rivalry. They're coming to the east. Both yeah. of them will be mm-hmm. right. Well, it's wow. literally getting drawn, so it's going to oh, be it'll be Rutgers, Maryland, geographic. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Because the SEC divisions aren't necessarily geographic. No, but it's just interesting because I because the Iowa game is like the last game, and it's the day before. Day after Thanksgiving right. game, mm-hmm. and there's a trophy for it. There was like a trophy the first year, and you know I was, I was Iowa. I right. don't, I, I don't think they're they want that. To they be want the it to be that rivalry because but they it's share just, a border. Yeah, exactly, and it, it, it makes sense as a rivalry. Right. But I think, I think Wisconsin is going to be, especially when they're in our division, right. is going to be the be all end all right, rivalry. Right. I mean and that because our, I I forget is Michigan moving over to your no your, the Michigan will be with us. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting. So the championship game we'll, would... Will be the Big Ten East winner versus the Big Ten West winner. But, yeah, but it would never be Ohio, Ohio State, Michigan. But it we, would never right. be Nebraska, Wisconsin. No, they want it to be... But that's purposeful right now because they want to avoid a situation... Where they teams feel like, see each other more than once. Yeah, because like the Ohio State... Most Ohio State, Michigan fans, myself included, don't want to run the possibility of having to play that game twice in season. Because like... It it's diminishes just a, yeah. the value of the, the one game. game. That makes sense. That makes like, sense. Like, it is the game. And, like, you should not get another opportunity to play the other one if you lose and that game. And it's pretty similar in SEC. I, I mean, Georgia's biggest rivals yeah. are Florida and South Carolina now, Georgia, I would say. South Carolina, yeah. Tennessee, historically. Tennessee, historically, not so much recently. Right. But 
yeah, we we're not really rivals to big yeah. guys like Alabama, Alabama LSU, uh, well, or right LSU. Now, yeah, just in the last five years, the West has been a little Dominant. bit more superior because yes. LSU and Bama have been yes, and especially the with A and M coming in. Well, with yeah. Crazy. but Bama for the last five years, Bama and LSU have been the two. Um, well, they go back Dumb. to that 9-7 yeah, yeah. game right. or whatever, the 9-6 yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. That was insane. But, and then I, I forgot about I always that forget, game. I, I just think it's kind of ridiculous this year that they're all talking about, like, the SEC. And now, and now I, I guess I'm Big Ten, Big 12, kind of partial to the SEC. Sure, sure everybody's got that SEC speed or whatever, right. it, whatever it is. But, like, the, all these games are swinging from that 9-6 LSU Bama game to where you look at back this last weekend the Georgia LSU game yep. 45 35 or whatever 45 41 yeah. or whatever completely different it's just completely yeah. offensive dominated and those defenses they just look bad I mean yeah. they they don't so oh, look fast our, and bad but oh, it just our, looks our defense looked like guard I mean both did but right. and just and just Nebraska and well, their defense yeah. is so bad. Oh well, yeah. It's, just, but, it's like, <laughs> but even too, uh, even too, like it just it seems like there's just seems like to be a shift this, these last couple of years yeah. of offensive well, dominance like, because of like what what's happened in Oregon and like the offensive innovation that happened there while yes. Chip Kelly was there. Like right there, Chip Kelly and like like similar minded people about offense have brought some like pretty radical new ways of running college offenses that I feel like are... It seems... I was going to say, I think it seems like all all of the powerhouses are going to powerhouse offense. Well, there are still like some... Yeah, oh, actually. Like, I, I mean, if you look at the top 10 teams in the country right now... It's just all The offense. top 10 teams are pretty much... I mean, Bama, I was still like... Yeah, they, yes, they gave up a lot of points to Texas A&M. They're still like an excellent defense. Well, they're de- isn't their defensive line comparable to a pro line? Well, it's kind of say that. But yeah. Size wise, you can say, say that size with Georgia or Florida wise, State yeah. too, because they just yeah they produce a lot of NFL players. Yeah. yeah, I mean they would get destroyed if you lined them up against an NFL sure. team right now. They would get right run off the field. Absolutely, but, I mean literally but, size. Yeah, but like those guys will all play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I mean, they that's do, worth like, noting. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, for sure, like. Bama, I think, has like a le- still a legit defense. I'm shocked but, at how much LSU's getting lit up. But I mean, and like Ohio State has like a, is very much in the national championship picture, right. and their best, arguably their best player on defense, just got torched, torched. by Aberdeen yeah, right, or yeah. whatever. Bradley Roby did. Yeah, yeah, a guy who was an All American last year should be. Yeah. That was Who's be- who? Bradley Roby's the quarterback our best for Ohio quarterback, State. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, we gotcha. our defense is not. A historically great Ohio State defense by any means. I just can't think of any team that it's just like lights it's just out, like lights out defense, defense and just like middling Michigan middling State, offense. Michigan State they have a worse than middling offense. Michigan State's offense is awful, atrocious. Well, like they unable, got like, for like through three quarterbacks in one game. Yeah, I mean unable to move the ball, but their defense is is really really nice. It's interesting. I feel like that kind of happens in a lot of sports that. Uh, a lot of, I mean, there's arguments that MLB is going to all pitching. I mean, it all goes in ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, baseball what? is a perfect example. Baseball's had a million. It had, you know, like, it's had, like, uh, live ball eras and then dead ball eras. And mm-hmm. then, like, it's just, like, all sports are a game of action and reaction. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
the minds that dominate it are very, very skilled at reacting to things. They just need a couple of years to see it to figure out how to react to it. But then, uh, I guess if you go back into college football, we're like we're in the spread age now, right. well, especially and the spread age uh, highlighted by the mobile quarterback. Right. And then you go back, spread. like it's a little spread bit more like spread, out spread the, offense. So you spread, spread out. out. So you're spreading out the field. So. Okay. And then you go back to the kind of where USC dominated, where it's like a real pro style West Coast attack. Right. And then you go back to the 90s where it's like the option and then it's just right i mean you go all the way back to 70s and people were running wishbone and maryland eye split back and it's just like it's it's all all an evolution and somebody will bring it back where you'll see like a wishbone Mm 2.0 where it's like you know where you're taking principles Uh, principles with the wishbone it's Mm -hmm. like this is just they're very skilled at finding Mm -hmm. ways to attack the weakness of whatever anybody else is doing. So, like, yeah, right now, you're definitely seeing, like, guys like Texas A&M has obviously figured out, like, whereas in the last five years, nobody has had any real answer to Alabama's defense. Like, it does seem like Johnny Manziel and Texas A&M have figured out uh-huh. some method of attack. And uh-huh. granted, he's a once-in-a-generation athlete. Yeah. But. He's, like. Yeah, I I don't I will be very interested to see how Texas A and M fares once he's not there anymore. And the, the, well, it'll be like Cam it's just, yeah, well, it's no, Cam maybe, it won't be that big a drop. But it's just so it's just so interesting how everything's so fast paced. When we were talking about Auburn, we went back like uh, Auburn's just a shit show right now. But Gross. you know, three years ago that They're they were they were they were the cha- they were champions, and it's just crazy how everything so fast. Is Kevin Sumlin going to be at A and M in three years, no. or is he going to be in the NFL? Is he going to be a better program? Is he even going to go to USC this year or whatever? All possible. He would a, not. I would be shocked if he was at A and M. I mean, every it's is just, that their coach. I think the days are numbered where you have the Bobby Bowdens. The Tom Osborns who stay forever, who stay forever, right. and it's just like it, everybody's in the hot seat anymore. With like, yeah, with, I mean, they were right. talking about firing Rick last year. They talk the, about firing Rick every year. The, the Georgia right. coach, well, same with Bob. And Duke. every single year, I think it's ludicrous. Like right. every year, they've they've rumored firing Rick. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, well, there there's no like, justification for it. They're just at a hard spot because Georgia, understandably, wants to win a national title. I know. Like, you know. Georgia, Georgia always has the talent. Georgia, Man, we could have last year. If, we could have last year. If, right. Like, if we beat Bama, it was ours. Yeah. And we you almost like, beat them, dude. You're like one, yeah. one play away. I mean, one we play almost away. beat them. I watched that game with, with us, you guys yeah. at <laughs> fucking Clark Dog, and I couldn't even form words. At, on that last play, I was just like. Well, Georgia's just in a spot, though, where it's like in the last 10 years they've seen. Florida, who is their arch nemesis, win two national yeah. titles. That, They've uh, seen Alabama win three national titles. Well, Auburn, well, They've seen Auburn win one. They've yeah. seen LSU, LSU win two. When I was in college was when Florida was winning them. And I just, it almost made me, well, we talked about this, you know, towards the beginning. It made me follow Georgia a little bit less closely right. because it was so disheartening to see our biggest rival win the, the biggest, biggest thing. Right. So what they so understandably those guys are looking the Georgia brass is like, well, we need to we gotta find we some got, way we to gotta change bring it up. and like yeah. Rick isn't getting it done. I mean Rick so it's just it's hard when you are at a point where you feel like your program is 
plateauing. Yeah. No matter what that plateau is, if you feel like yeah. that next and you should take the next step. Right. right. And you feel like that next That's a really attainable. good point. That's so very those savvy. guys are saying we want a title and like Rift is not now, granted, who knows? Because some oil tycoon or whatever, or some tech tycoon that's right. giving them all this money He'll is getting up. pissed. Right. Yeah, because, well, and then he's fine with eating up the rest of Rick's contract. Yeah, right? yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, that that's that's a really good way to put it. It's just really frustrating as someone who, right, uh, you know, can watch the team and see that like Rick is. Well, he's been he was great for Georgia. He, his record is incredible right. since he came. It just seems like, and a lot of it, if you go back and we talk about those national championship teams, I think Alabama's kind of an anomaly because yes. it just seems like it's the, they're their own factory, but it seems like all the other teams that we're talking about have Had like their star. One X Factor. One yes, X Factor. I knew right. that's where you were going. And, and because like you got Cam Newton, you got Tebow, you got. Um, I, going back, yeah. all the quarterbacks yeah, from uh, well, USC, Vince Young, yeah, and then yeah. and then just Georgia, Georgia. The past couple of years, haven't if we're just talking about Georgia, really I mean, it. it was everybody's been wavering on. I mean, Stafford really didn't have the tools. AJ Green was amazing, but it was just AJ Green. Yeah, yeah. Moreno was good but hurt or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but I mean, uh, now have never been able to put the full picture together. And now they're yeah. talking about how Murray's kind of shaking off that big game. Clutchness, even though he did lose a game, but yeah. I mean, it was huge. Like, like it said, his, it was a brutal September. His they, they. I mean, the I, last three games, he's really like impressed me a lot. Yeah. I, I've gone back and forth on Murray, but this season, post the Clemson game. Him being able to keep it together and pull those wins out has been right. really impressive. And maybe he needed that. Loss. What were you gonna say? Oh yeah, I just don't. For whatever reason, it's just. Something about the Rick Deere, I just never buy that he's going to get it done on yeah. a national title game. Like, That's fair. I just assume that if I see Georgia, Alabama in an SEC title game, it's Alabama, Alabama every time. Yeah. yeah. I and, just but that. I agree with uh, what Spencer said that maybe Murray needed that first loss. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe the team needed that first loss. We, I mean, we could get way. way I mean, you yeah. know, I'll talk about this. Right. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see a lot of it going back to the narrative of how it all ebbs and flows, and like what momentum is pushing you forward. Like when we lost to UCLA, here we were thinking we were all yeah. going forward, but we lost to UCLA, and then all the stuff came out out about Polini saying uh-huh. fuck the fans or whatever. Gosh. And it, you know, I then it's just bedlam. And then we that. and then we win against South Dakota State, but we still give up 200 yards rushing mm-hmm. to an FCS school and so it's just you know I don't even know what's going to happen and on Saturday and Bob was just like we did well yeah. <laughs> who do you play Saturday we play Illinois on Saturday and then, but even with Illinois that Shielhasi is, right. is yeah. looking alright there uh, is a uh, is Nebraska right? They're 25th. I, I was going to say, it's, I knew it was on the cusp if they were. Yeah. I knew it was on the cusp if they were. But, it's just, it, it's but they, a, were they ranked when they played SDSU? No. I didn't no, think so. They no, because when we were like 20, we were like number 20 when mm-hmm. we played UCLA. Right. And, then that and then it just, us out. yeah. And then Mar- what about uh, Mar- Illinois? Illinois is not ranked. I didn't think so. Martinez is apparently hurt, and that's a reason why. That's a lot of big reason why we lost UCLA because, of like, if you go back, and I was just reading this before we did this or whatever. If you go back to like all he he did hardly ran the last game 
um, in UCLA, he ran for negative 13 yards. And that's the, when you wow. have Taylor Martinez as your quarterback, as much as a love-hate relationship I have with this human being that I've never met in my <laughs> life. That's um, also something we can totally delve into. It's a, it's a, when, you, when you have negative 13 yards, it's just, uh, you're not going to get it done. Right. That's why you need a quality backup quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Any guy? Kenny G. Uh, Chandler Goodman says with a shitty grin one, on his one face. One of the nice things about uh, being a Big Ten fan in Chicago, being an Ohio State fan in the Big Ten capital of the world in Chicago, is that why Ohio- do you say why do you say this is the Big Ten capital it, of the world? This is where all Big Ten. I mean, and that's is, what's so weird to the dichotomy, like going back and like well, you know, it's yeah. Bears town, but the Big Ten networks here. Right. Big Ten network. Well, and all so many grads from every. I mean, you'll that's why you see here. every other bar in Chicago okay. on a Saturday. You'll like, oh, why are everybody in there wearing a Michigan State? Jersey? And that's a oh, perfectly a acceptable State acceptable right. explanation. Yeah. But I've just never even oh, really. really Thought about oh, it's it where all that. Big Ten grads. It's where so many Big Ten grads moved. Huh. Like, yeah, we went to Michigan State. That's probably why. Came here. Went I'm to sure Purdue, that's why they set here. the network up mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it's yeah. just the capital. Well, it's like, it's, it's the, the capital of the Midwest. Wolf. Yes. Yeah. That's and the obvious. Big Ten is just the Midwest's athletic conference. That makes sense. That so, makes sense. but anyway, like the nice thing in the last ten years with Ohio State in Big Ten is that you can develop like a really awesome air superiority. Because uh, <laughs> we've just absolutely yeah, and that's, for the last and that's the thing is like Ohio State and uh, you know I hate I don't know how you'll feel about uh, making the drawing the uh, analogy, but Notre Dame, yeah, they're they're polarizing, right? Teams. I and, and like polarizing. Mm-hmm. You either love them or you hate them. And, and I, I hate Notre Dame. The and I hate Notre Dame. Yeah. I absolutely hate Notre and Dame. And the thing is, as a Georgia fan, as an SEC fan, I don't fucking You don't care. Anything. You I don't, don't care. Give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a single I, fuck. Yeah, I never have really had like a strong opinion on the SEC I, either. Really? Like, so like, there are teams I maybe like. Well, it's like more. you I said. I like LSU a lot Ooh, because <laughs> I like LSU because I like everything about Louisiana as a place. Sure. I find interesting. That's fair, I and guess. cool. And the fact that I feel like LSU plays in a way that sort of is like emblematic of what I enjoy yeah. about Louisiana. It is real fast and loose, yeah. man. Yeah. It's so loosey-goosey. LSU's been playing loosey-goosey for years. Yeah. yeah. They've never. That's what bothers right. me about them, honestly. Like as a as a counterpoint, right. I feel like that's why I've grown to dislike it's them. Like, is because yeah. they just like stumble in to them. fucking right. winning games, and I'm just like, no, right. why, yeah. how? Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, but that's a really that's a good point. They've though. just always felt like um, the stones to. Bama's Beatles. You know what I mean? Like, they were just like a little. Maybe. That's a Maybe they weren't quite. You you would not maybe call them the greatest band in rock and roll history, but they were way up there and they had a little bit more of an edge to them. It just. Yeah, a little bit more loosey goosey. Right. It does seem so crazy because if we go back, if we were doing this back in 2002, saying that. Bama was the Beatles? No, it's you would never. Right. No, no. And it's yeah, just, I it think is, he's only well, discussing right. the well, last yeah, I know, I know, but it's just, it is just crazy to go like, eh, this is like, this was like, eh, Bama's the most dominant team Absolutely. of this but, era. But you, right you can go back, and Bama, for sure, of the South is the old boys of the, the old South. The old guard because, or whatever. Because yeah, yeah. Bear Bryant is the godfather yeah. of Southern football. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to... 
can we all just agree that Houndstooth is probably the douchiest college oh, football yeah. bar in the whole city? <laughs> I know. To be honest, if you go to McGee's, which is an Ohio State bar on a Saturday. Is it douchey? That's pretty. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, of my experience right. with college football bars, uh, Does Houndstooth. Does Georgia have a bar? Yeah, the Southern. It's, oh, the Southern. It's in, yeah, in uh, Yes. Yeah. And uh, we, my roommate Stephanie and I went there for uh, every game so far. Well, no, the first two games. I did that back. Uh, uh, Clemson and Carolina. Um, very different atmospheres for those two games. I bet. <laughs> yeah. uh, then we watched, I didn't watch any of North Texas. Uh, my parents were in town that weekend, so they watched it. At my apartment, okay. partially, and then for LSU, we just stayed. I was too stressed out about it. I just felt like I couldn't go out. Home. Like, yeah. I mean, I was stressed out about the first two. Don't get me wrong, but like, uh, I, I had a lot of other shit going on last weekend. I just felt like it was the time to just stay yeah. in and not try to go somewhere. But the Southern is great. The atmosphere has been great. Yeah. The food, the service, is amazing. The Setup is very like conducive for good sports watching and sports fandom. And the houndstooth is just atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys mentioned love hate relationships, and right now we're looking at the Big Ten Network. And Stanley Jackson, who was a quarterback at Ohio State from I want to say like 1995 to 1997, uh-huh. is a commentator. I think he must have just joined the network. And I'm sure he oh, is. Oh, you didn't know he's a commentator? No. I'm sure he is a lovely family man who absolutely stands for the best thing. <laughs> he looks life. like a very nice man. He, literally, Love just looking at him, has elevated my anxiety level. <laughs> really? Because I just, I cannot process that Stanley Jackson has found any success in life. Was he terrible? He, terrible. And he continued, he was part of a quarterback controversy on three. Two really great Ohio State teams, like two incredibly talented Ohio State teams <laughs> that both lost to Michigan, and he was clearly the lesser option behind this guy, Joe Germain, who was uh-huh. fantastic, uh-huh. and they continued for reasons that confound me 15 to years later. <laughs> they continued to play Stanley Jackson, and he continued to shit the bed, <laughs> like, in every conceivable way, and, like, for the most part, he played around such incredible... Like, probably the most talented Ohio State teams of my life. Or uh-huh. Orlando Pace and Eddie George. Was Orlando yeah, Pace. Geez. Eddie was gone, but or- he played with Orlando. He played with um, Terry Glenn. He played with David Boston. Oh, yeah. He played with Antoine Winfield. Uh, Andy Katz and uh, there we go. Every Huskers fan in the world is cheering for Ohio State this weekend because Northwestern is in our division. <sighs> That's a tweet that just came yeah. up at the bottom of Big Ten Network. Devin, How do you feel two, about three, that seven. statement? I'm going for Northwestern because I think we can beat Northwestern. Yeah, yeah baby. baby. Then they get to see us in the Big Ten title game. I can't wait. Uh, I feel like SEC does the same things. Like I feel like it's uh, you have your uh, you have your like teams that you'll you'll rally behind that aren't yours. But when it comes down to it. You're only rooting for the team. That exactly, you like and that's what beat. that's yeah. what I was saying. I don't really care about it. Who does what? I am like I, I say I hate Notre Dame, but you know if they win, I'm not going to pay attention or just like see that the and foam in the mouth from uh-huh. it. But uh-huh. it's just like you know I will I will root for whatever in the best interest yep. of Nebraska. Absolutely, yeah. I feel the same way about Georgia. I'll I'll root for South Carolina every game but one. 
I, 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 I like South Carolina. I always have, mostly because the South Carolina Clemson rivalry is so heated, and I always hated Clemson. Oh, what, why, I, do you, why do you hate Clemson? Uh, I, it came out of my dad. My dad uh, went to a Clemson Georgia game uh, either while he was a student or when he was younger. And he had like one of the worst college football experiences he's ever had. I can't. I don't know who won. I don't know all the details. But he has always had at Clemson. Yeah. Because I've heard Clemson games are insane. De- yeah. Death Valley is right. disgusting. Yeah. Like I. I <laughs> <laughs> I've just always assumed it was like yep. the most backwoods. It. Uh, Clemson. <laughs> the thing is, Clemson only exists because there's a college there. Literally, right. the town of Clemson ex- exists as a college town. Right. And I don't, you can't really say that. About, about like most of their teams down there, Columbia's Columbia. Right. Athens is yes a college town, but it's still it's a nice right next town. to Atlanta though. Exactly, pretty, pretty close. Clemson is Clemson. Right. Clemson is the university, and then a bunch of fucking bars that the students go to. Right, and you know it's a very specific type of place. But going to Death Valley for a game is like it's just ugh. It's it's it's. Yeah. It's a very specific atmosphere, it's crazy. and I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But my dad's always hated Clemson his whole life, so when I was a little kid, he like instilled in us any orange team was bad. Auburn, right. Clemson, oh that's funny. Uh, for uh, Florida, Tennessee. Auburn, Clemson, Florida, yeah. and Tennessee. Those were our <laughs> biggest like. That was when I was a little kid. I hate. I literally hated the color Dang orange. orange. I of that. I hate Notre Dame a lot for like very like like it evokes like. I think for like very like perspectivity reasons, like uh-huh. identity reasons, I'm like I want Ohio State. I want the world to think of Ohio State as superior to Notre Dame, right? For reasons that are beyond sports. You know what I mean? How that, do you feel about things like Rudy? I hate it. They were always ranked. They always start out the year ranked right. anywhere from 15th to 20th, just because of the for four no horsemen. I just hate for the no idea. Reason. What I hate yeah. is that for the no idea reason. And they play no one. Right. Are they? Do you think they'll ever be in a conference? Don't they refuse to? Yeah, they're going into this like limited partnership with the ACC. It's bullshit. Don't they uh, refuse to play Ohio State? Yeah, they refuse to play Ohio State. Just a little bit. Um, they, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I hate Notre Dame, but and while I don't hate Michigan nearly as passionately. I there is nothing I can enjoy more than a truly embarrassing loss for Michigan. Right. So like, I always cheer for Michigan oh, when they play Notre that's Dame, your big and I always cheer for Michigan in the bowl game, the in their bowl game. State game. Or? But when they oh. almost, when they almost well, the App State game was the dream of my life. The thing is, it's and, funny for me because Furman, where I went to college, is in App State's con- conference. conference. Yeah. They're our biggest rival, and they've always Burma. destroyed us. Well, two weeks ago, <laughs> so when, but when they beat Michigan, oh, everyone great. at Furman was Went just like, crazy. Well, when three weeks ago when they almost lost to Akron, I was giddy. <laughs> giddy, and they should have lost. It was fourth and one, or fourth and goal from Michigan's two yard line on the last play of the game. And if, I mean, they would have just lost the game right there. It would have been, I was overwhelmed with joy <laughs> at the idea that right. every Michigan fan would have to then look at themselves and say, we do we lost. suck? <laughs> Are we inferior? That's all I want. Is I just want... You always I want just, the other, the other team, imagine, the other group of people I can't to imagine that. knowing you when Michigan lost to Appalachian Oh, State. I just like <laughs> the idea that they all had to walk into the mirror and just look and go, wait, <laughs> we're not good. <laughs> 
We are inferior, and Ohio State owns us. Okay. I know we could talk forever, and I personally let this one go on a long time. I told you guys I would because I had two people on at the same time. We are talking about a, a subject that all three of us love. Um, we got to wrap this up. Thank no you. one. And there's there was some point where people were just like, "Are they really still fucking talking about this shit?" I really want to plug talking to me in a bar about this. Yeah. Anybody ever does? Hell, let's just do this every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. If you listen to this and then you meet Chandler or Spencer and you want to talk to them about college football. They will talk to you about it. Absolutely. Talk all day. For, I'm for sure going to lose friends from this. Uh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> if that's true, then, uh, like, just send them my way. Yeah. Uh, Screw those people. <laughs> my last the question that I always ask at the end of the podcast is, uh, how do you feel that your college football, uh, you know, love, obsession, whatever you want to call it, um, has influenced and still influences, one, your life, and two, your uh, creative endeavors. Hmm. Um, and you, it doesn't have to be uh, literal. It can be in, uh, it can be in more, like, heady. You can get, you know, mm-hmm. really flowery if you want to. Right. You don't have to. I, uh, when I asked James this question about rap, he had no answer for it. <laughs> he was just like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, like, hey, hey, <laughs> I, mean, I, would I don't say, know. I would say for my life, Ohio State has just been a very consistent, my love of yep. college football in Ohio State has been a very consistent touch point for me at different phases in my life. Like, no matter what the backdrop, whether it was high school or college or my Year, my like couple years in Chicago when I was just working mm-hmm. till when I found before improv you started doing improv, and yeah. started doing that. Like Ohio State has been a very consistent part of my life. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like nice because, like, it's sort of like the um, independent variable in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a that's it, a really really good way to put it. So it's, it's like, like a, a safety blanket. Yeah, it's a like control. a thing against which nothing else changes too much. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it, is, it, which is kind of ironic because as we've been talking, these you know right. from year, season to season, there the ups and downs are yeah. ridiculous. Not mm-hmm. that much for Ohio State, to be honest. Well, <laughs> it does a little with Texas. last year. Last year we were awesome. Play, yeah. we couldn't play the ball. Was it LSU? Uh, I know. Fiesta Bowl. Oh, or... I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had the two years where we got blown out in the title, but I've never had a. a you were. I, where... I didn't mean to say yeah. that you weren't great. You had no, a great no, no, team. No, no, no. I've never had. Yeah, 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 we I've never had a period, and I fear this because of this reason. I've never had a period where Ohio State was like was shitty, miserable. Like where Ohio State, like all of a sudden, we had one year in the midst of Tadgate where we were bad, and, um, but like. We've never, like, Michigan recently went through a three-year period where they went, actually got terrible. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't even the prof- aforementioned oh, wait, let me tell you, state yeah. loss. And let no, me that tell year you they actually wonderful. rebounded. The good. year after is when it terrible. started to, when they went to Rich Rodriguez, they anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, that's been my feeling about Ohio Sorry. State. Um, and then creatively, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, um... Well, I, I mean, literally, your sports fan. Yeah, literally, I do a ton of stuff about sports. Yeah. I mean, yes. I write a lot about sports. Yes. So it's given me a consistent 
way to channel my perspective about things at large Even, through something yeah. I know very uh, well. What was the name of your one-man show that you did? Uh, Chandler Goodman thinks sports are important, which I do. Yep. Uh, uh, so do I. Um, and, yeah, like, if you can think of it uh, a spiritual or ethereal way that you feel like it does, yeah. you can, you know, chime in on that. But otherwise, I think that's a perfectly sufficient answer. Um, I guess in my life for college football, I guess overall, I'd probably say extensive community. Just yes, because that's a great answer. I think that... I, I've had I've had times in this town, you know, I'm not from here. Uh-huh. You're right. I met Nebraska fans in bars yep. and had 20-minute long conversations with strangers yep. and find out they right. went to the same high school with me but yeah. graduated in 1998. No way. And um, I've uh, met people doing um, improv and shows. Didn't you – this is totally kind of off track, but didn't you meet a friend of mine watching a Georgia game at a bar? Ashley Thornton. She like yes, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I hung out. I, I was with uh, Greg this Collins last and season. We, yeah, last season we went to B Dubs and we watched we watched Georgia football. Yeah, and it, it was it was it a championship game or was it it was some big it was a big Georgia game. I it was know. a big game. I can't. I can't I, remember. It might have been the championship game. But mm-hmm. you, you and I were together for the end of the championship. Yeah, game. yeah I think so I, kind of I think I had a squash show that yeah. night. We did. Um, That's why we're all. But together. yeah, but but it's just like it was just I, I'm just drawing, you know, proving the point that you met a person that I know yeah. based on talking to her about Georgia football. Sure. She's not a Georgia fan. She just knew I was. Yeah. Like you said something about yeah, there's a girl on my team who's a really big Georgia mm-hmm. fan, yeah. and she was like, oh yeah, I know a big Georgia fan too. Uh, and then uh, yeah, it just makes Chicago so much smaller. And then the fact is, like next weekend, it really sucks because I'm gonna miss our show. Uh, uh, but uh, but I'm going to the Purdue game. Oh, that's sure. Great. Actually, I might be back. I might be back. So Ooh, I don't know. But it, because baby. it's a, it's 11 a.m. game, uh, so that's what I gotta like. We gotta leave. But there's a there's a whole. Uh, my buddy Chance got a, got together a bus that we're gonna oh, take down. Oh, that's and we're awesome! Gonna, we're gonna drink on the bus, of course. And then we're gonna watch the game. Yeah, that, and then get that back. ten a.m. drinking is always right. Yeah, we're, we got ten. We got tickets, tickets and that's we're gonna great. do that. For Northwestern, I'm not even going into the game. Oh wow! Really? Tickets are 150 bucks. Fuck that! That doesn't surprise me. I was gonna mention that earlier when you brought up the Northwestern Ohio State game. Their stadium can be very big. It's not very big. It's I like, tickets for seventy bucks when I went. Yeah, it's last thirty. Year. It's thirty. How much were Nebraska Purdue? Oh well, I think all of it combined is I don't know. The bus and everything. The bus and everything is like eighty five to and up. But, I mean, yeah. but it's not terrible. But getting Purdue, a line down there, yeah, yeah, yeah Purdue exactly. Is awful. Yeah, exactly. And so team, that's like, oh, they it, are the worst ten, team in the Big Ten this year by a large. large <laughs> And it's like I could either done that, gone all the way to Minnesota, right, or gone to Michigan, and right. I don't I mean, really want to deal with that. Yeah. They're going in there. Um, you guys are do you feel beat like them this year though? You'll do you think they'll beat Michigan? I think they'll beat Michigan. It, it's going to be interesting. So I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think there's a decent shot for anything up until the championship game, and then I mean, who knows? It's football. I yeah. feel the same way. Oh about no, you still uh, play Northwestern. I think they might. We play Northwestern in Lincoln, so yeah, I mean UCLA had, has Barr, Hundley, and right. a lot well, of people. Like, I don't think I, mean, I, I don't think Ventric Mark can no. throw them down, but 
But regardless, going back on topic. Yeah, it's just, I was about I'm to sorry. It's uh, okay. Don't apologize. I love shit like no, that. No, uh, it, it's just a sense community. Like, I, I met this girl in the show who was stage managing it. And she, I found out she's from Grand Island, Nebraska, and we For just started. The yeah, yeah. We and then we were just, uh, we were just like, oh my god, we were from Nebraska. We watch the Huskers, blah blah blah. And you and uh, Claire Meyer both. Yeah, we and we and Claire Meyer was texting me about like tickets or whatever. Cool. Their family selling tickets or whatever, and then yeah, but yeah. it's just. It's just a real, like, strong identity to have. I totally agree with you. And it's just something that you can carry with you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and you know, like, you have those things where you can talk about or, like, have in your back pocket to bring up in conversation. That's, and I almost brought this up earlier that I think uh, one of the reasons I've gotten more into sports are, I don't know if it's chicken or the egg, is it, like, me getting more into sports has led to me easy, more easily being able to start up conversations yeah. with people I don't know, or it may be vice versa. Like, I didn't know how to start conversations with people I didn't know from other places, so I got more into sports to and try to have something. I right. guess you could say it's like a crutch or something to like start think, a conversation, yeah. but at least you're getting in, in gets, there and get, and get it, way deeper. You and, know? and if you're human beings, then you'll get to something else. Mm-hmm, you know? Exactly. Uh, but do you feel like any like creative things? I guess I guess you know, it's just like your it's your unique perspective, and I mean yeah. I think that's what we take. I, I think that's what everyone who's doing art or performance in the city takes with them as their, their own unique perspective and how to apply that. And I'm obviously going to have the same, a different um, perspective than everybody else. And it's something that I could take in there Mm -hmm. and be able to pull out and, you know, this like, I, mean, what, I, 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 I love, I love throwing up volleyball. So you I was just about game. to say that. I was fucking just about to say that, that like Spencer and Squall <laughs> shows has thrown up shit about the dogs and about the Braves, I think on separate occasions and separate shows, just because he knew I could speak to right. it. And that is so fun to me. Yeah, it's just and, fun. And, and I think, uh, I don't think it's like alienating. It just creates uh, you know, it creates information. It cre- it cre- and it, plus, it creates a truthful moment. Exactly. It's something you c- care exactly. about. And it's not like you're not going to go out of it and just like try to wade your way through quicksand when you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's just, it, right. it, it, it adds to it adds to the scene. Yeah. Well, uh, guys, this was fantastic, as I knew it would be. Uh, you guys are great. I love that we all rally around sports in general, but specifically this stupidity that is college football. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. The thing that I say at the end of my podcast is uh, that I love you both, and I mean that. I love you love both. Love you too. Love you both. <laughs> Go Big Red! This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.